0: To show.
1: Hey, this is Bobby Hill, and you're listening to Radio 8-Ball with Androsh Jones. I said good day, Sheriff.
2: Welcome to we're Radio 8-Ball, give us a shake. We're in the stew, we're here at Starbird's tent and fake. let just do
1: Welcome back to Radio 8 Ball, the show where we answer questions by picking songs at random and interpreting those randomly chosen songs as the answers to the questions. We are here at Starburns Industries on the solstice, celebrating the life and music of Harry Nilsson with his sons, Kifo and Zach, and a gathering of Nilssonites. And I am now, I'm now putting... this is what I do. People who listen to the show know I like to put I like to put my my guests on all kinds of spots. And in this particular case, we've got Kifo here. Hi there, I'm back. And Hacked. I have asked him if he has a question for the Pop Oracle. And um,
0: <clears throat> have you have you got one yet? Or I don't have one yet. So maybe okay. uh, we can ke- ke- uh, keep uh, padding some time a little bit. Yeah, i well, try to think of. Something. I mean, I got like I guess like a half a question, like a kind of like a jokey half question. If we think about it, and to your point, maybe just go with it because yeah. I'm just thinking about like, why not just ask? What's the deal? What's going on? Is that a good enough question? Just what's going on?
1: What's going on? Yeah.
0: Is is any of this real right now? Point blank. <laughs> Point blank, just what's going on because lately that's been on my mind a lot. When you look at the news and you look at the way that the way that the internet brings you the news and the way we interface with and how how just how much anxiety that can create and how much frustration that can create and I find myself periodically just venting with friends where I'm just like Is any of this really happening? Is any of this real? This is just so silly. This is so crazy. This is so this, this is so that, that it gets to a point where a specific beyond that almost feels futile to a degree or almost feels redundant to agree because I just still need to know how and what is just generally speaking the deal with. So can I just, can I, I want to dig into your
1: question. So I, yeah. So when you say what's going on, are you speaking to the fact that like, that uh the way we receive like the whole fake news and different diff, that yeah, that what, side what, of things what, what, or, yeah, or, yeah
0: okay there's there's a good way to, good place to take it because yeah where is the effects of how we have just how we're interfacing with the world what are those effects on us and and why does it sometimes so feel like everything is simultaneously like being thrust at us and like it's in our it's in our hands and our phones, like at our fingertips and control, but also completely out of control, and completely just yeah. this sea of stuff that we can only interface with our thumbs. You know, we can only interface with our with scrolling and likes and all this. Like, I don't know. <laughs> what, what I find pretty hilarious, is that you consider that to be a
1: jokey light question. That's the... You I just mean, got I to just, the heart I just, I just of just our meant, uh, American nightmare. Not, not but... not jokey light. I just
0: meant, like, too general or too vague or whatever, but...
1: No. No, we'll, not at we'll, all. We'll go with
0: that, then. We'll That's go with that. That's a great
1: question. Now, we only have three songs left on the board, and so... Um, yeah, we only have three songs left on the board. So the odds are that we'll come up with, a, with one that we've had before, and then we'll switch the cards. But let's try it. So now, to engage the pop oracle, you, Kifo Nelson, get to spin the Wheel of Eight. <laughs> na, 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 na. Wheel
2: of Eight.
1: Song number seven, Mr. Richland's favorite song.
2: When he was young he sang in a band and his fans all looked the same And the fans he had were younger than he and they loved to scream his name They'd leave at the end of the third show, go home to talk of the fun Well isn't it nice, the parents would say, well isn't it nice you got someone, someone to idolize He must look twice the size I think it's great you're going through a phase And I'm awfully glad it'll all be over in a couple of days Well the calendar changed and the pages fell off But the singer remained the same and he never grew tired of singing his songs And his fans still called his name They'd leave at the end of the second show Go home to of the fun For most of the fans were married by then So they had to be in by one The time has come, the walrus said to speak of other things Like a fallen star who works in a bar where yesterday is king His fans will stay for an hour or so, they still remember his fame But the time has come, the walrus said to call your fans by name i
1: That was Mr. Richland's favorite song, uh, mine and Marshall's take on the version that Harry played at the BBC special that he did with that cool little one is the loneliest number reprise. And that was the answer to Kifo's question, what's going on in the world when, and particularly how we receive information and how we're Simultaneously have access to everything and also feel totally powerless. So uh, I'll tell you. I ask people to tell them people why they chose that song. Um, I chose that song first of all because uh, I just I I've, I've loved it for a long time. I feel like it. It's from Ariel Ballet, which is my favorite Nilsson record, and it really feels like it had. I can. To- this feels so much like it's a a a, Len- a a, a Lennon-inspired Nelson song, like he's got the walrus in there. At the, that was the time. You know, that was the time when he was there, hanging out with the Beatles, and that record feels like such a cousin of the Beatles catalog. Mm-hmm. And uh, and it has. It also feels like proto. It almost like feels like proto Tom Waits, like musically. It's in the. It, and a lot of his stuff has the. It's. It's. I feel like It's, it's one of the darker. Uh, Nilsson songs, and and I don't know, I I don't know why that uh, why I'm drawn to it, but there's something that has always been so haunting about that, and then particularly that version, I think, is one of the most. I mean, I there are several Harry Nilsson vocal performances that I would say are just should be at the top of the mountain that anyone. You notice that I did not try and scale the heights. I, was like, I saw where that would go. I was like, Jesus Christ, that's a high note. To I'm <laughs> gonna, I'm gonna bring it down at the end. But uh, but yeah. So that was, uh, I guess that I wanted to I wanted to touch on the relationship with John Lennon uh, in the choice of songs. I feel like John Lennon looms very large over the life and career of Harry Nelson. And this is the song that feels most like it. It reflects. Uh, I don't know, whatever his inspiration was from John. Um, maybe I'm wrong, but that's how it's always sat for me. Uh, I have some ideas about how that answers the question, but Kifo, what did, what did you think?
0: I mean, that's one of those songs that, for me, like, yeah, it's one of my favorites as well. And I find myself singing that song in the car all the time. Mm-hmm. Just kind of pop in my head. Yeah, me, me too, actually. Me <laughs> it's Mostly just that opening line. I just really like that opening line. And to your point, like, it really is kind of a bleak song in a way. Like, just sort of, it's like the light fading, mm-hmm. you know, and, and the star becomes, you know, the fallen star work, you know, sings in a bar. Like, that imagery is so potent with mm-hmm. the, like... Inevitability, like a sense of inevitability, a sense of like whatever you have today will be gone, and but there will still be the fans, but they're they're kind of they're just maybe just going through the motions at that point. Like everyone's going through the motions at that point. Kind of is the vibe I get from it sometimes. That it's like the spark dies with it a little bit, but you keep going. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I I can't really speak too much on the on the Lennon connection uh, though. Personally, I mean I, I do know that you know one of the things about people always bring up the anecdote about you know Nilsson's my favorite group yeah when they said that at that pre- at the press conference and 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 that's that was an enormous thing to have happened in his career at that point in time and it was very clear that he was sort of chasing the Beatles uh you know artistically mm-hmm. in 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 a lot of respects and kind of like you know almost, almost I don't know, would you say Zach, would you say almost competitively in a way, like, oh yeah, like kind of just like I can do this too, guys, like I can do this better or whatever mm-hmm. like and I think the uh, the Pussycats album was the culmination of that specifically with John Lennon the like, yeah, a little bit of a a little bit of a- not competition, but I don't know, I don't know competition competition seems like too harsh a word, but I don't know
1: well, if you I mean, if you know I mean John, oh I mean, you know people who are like this, there's a like competitive among people who are both competitive competitive doesn't necessarily have to be a bad thing it's like an s&m relationship if they have good relations that's a weird way to well no but like if you have good boundaries if you agree that this is the game we're going to play then it's not abusive whereas if you're really competitive and i'm like no i just i just want to play then it just feels like you're beating up on me Mm -hmm. but if there's two guy two people who enjoy the competitive thing then that can be really rich
0: so yeah like a good s&m relationship so mm-hmm. I, I think you guys are really uh, good on the BBC version is the sweeter version of the Well, sweeter You know, it's the uh, it's it's so achingly sweet oh, But yeah, but yeah. Th- that one definitely yeah.
1: and it's just raw He's right yeah, there yeah, and he's yeah. singing that part at that like that But I'm is like the scat that he does yeah. at the end it's incredible is just That voice and you know, it's so funny It's like when you're this is the thing about Harry Nilsson when you're singing along with him in the car You think I can do that. Yeah And then you get alone, his voice is gone, you're like, whoa, where did my net go?
0: Well, no one's in the car with me, so I'll just say that I did it, and it'll be fine.
1: Yeah. So what do you think about that as the answer to your question?
0: Sure. I'll go with it.
1: Cool. (laughs) Well, I I had some specific ideas about—well, just the idea of you're talking uh, about—this thing is talking about—the song is talking about someone who is enmeshed in pop culture, Right. And the the idea is, we're the Beatles now, so we're going to be the Beatles ever for for forever. Or I'm Harry Nilsson, and I'm I, I'm here playing with the Beatles, and I I'm at the top of my game, and this is going to last forever. And then, sort of somehow, having the idea that the center shifts, yeah, right. And when fashions change, the bottom drops out of what you thought was totally sure, and. So what's going on right now is a massive shift, is a massive shift going from feeling like you like we have some kind of agency in the world, and you're saying like, cause mm-hmm. like we have some control, yeah. we uh, to feeling like we're the fallen star who works in a bar where yesterday is king, right? And I don't know about the fans, but it's just like that the like. Instead of feeling like we're in a mass of people, now we feel we're all we feel isolated and more like they're uh, like we're a little po- like a night like last night. We find our little pockets of community in 100 people in a room as opposed to what may like we used to have what would happen when culture was sort of more
0: unified, right? Yeah, no, that's a good point. And I think you talk about too, you know, to the frustration in my question, a lot of that can also be written off as I'm just getting older. You know, it's like it's like a get off my lawn type of a thing. And if I'm getting older and the center shifting, as you say, my perspective is shifting. Yeah, but it.
1: you're the youngest one here. It's like... Oh, yeah, but I just had a birthday,
0: you know, I did just, I this. just get one. You know? But I increasingly ask myself that. I think, am I... Am I viewing reality fairly, or is it also because of just I'm getting a little older? I'm not with it anymore. I don't know what's cool anymore, and I'm just getting annoyed by things more often. I've had that same thought. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, same exact thing. Am I just getting older? Is it really that they're on my lawn? You know, no, no, some of that. Yeah, yeah but, there,
1: there's some. They're on your lawn. Yeah, they're on your lawn. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I I also realized I took we took out the BBC version takes out the line about Mister Tinker was a tailor and a tailor is a well respected trade, and that mm-hmm. that whole part which is again about someone about any econ- like the ch- a change a big shift in an in economy and in what's valuable and again we really you I, I like that you took us right to the heart of what's going on because so I didn't want to. That's what I think about all the time, but I didn't want to necessarily put that on the Harry Nilsson episode. Uh-huh. But I do feel like we are in a in a sort of in a nightmarish time, and there are massive shifts going on, and uh, and it is you know there in all of that dark and that melancholy that's in that song. Particularly, I encourage you to listen to the Harry Nilsson version, the BBC version. That aching, you know, pain and is is something that I think. Uh, expresses something that I am feeling in, in the world right now. So, yeah, I can only imagine what, uh, well, I don't, actually, I don't really have much more to add to that uh, unless you have some other idea about... No, uh, I
0: think that, that about covers it.
1: Okay. That
0: about covers it for me.
1: Cool. Well, thanks for asking that great question. And uh, that's that. That's very good. Thanks for listening to Radio 8 Ball. I'm your host, Andras Jones, wishing you lots of spine tingling synchronicities, connections with the natural world, and all the inspiration you can handle.